the term heart defects is a very broad term. Um, you know, there are, there's a wide spectrum of different types of heart defects from just a small hole in the heart that often is not detected uh, early in life um, to uh, some very dramatic uh, missing, missing parts of the heart that, uh, that can cause, uh, cause death in the infant early on in these early surgical treatments. So um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty broad spectrum. Um, some of them can be identified through routine screening. You know, when, when you get those ultrasounds, the mother gets the ultrasound of the baby, a lot of them, a lot of the big ones can be identified that way. Um, but there are certain ones that either um, are not able to be identified early on um, or because they develop later in life uh, or they're so small that, um, that they, aren't, uh, they aren't identified on routine screening early in life. It don't cause problems until several years later. Dr. Dunn, when we look at birth defects, and you mentioned a broad scope when we talk about defects, obviously different treatment for the various degrees. So get into the treatment, and once it's diagnosed, what you can do with these birth defects around the heart. Sure. I I mean, some of them uh, don't even require treatment. You watch them over time, and some people live with a small hole in their heart the whole life, and if it never causes them issues, you just leave it alone. Uh, some of them are so dramatic, like if they're if they're missing uh, a part of their ventricle, a part of the big aorta coming out of the heart. Uh, there are some very drastic ones that require uh, open heart surgery and pretty dramatic surgeries uh, as soon as the baby's born. Um, some that you know, talking about some of the ones that might affect athletes more, just in general. Uh, there's one called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is a thickening of the heart muscle in a certain way that happens over the course of time. That often you don't see as much as a child. But as the child gets older, this heart thickens uh, much more dramatically than a normal person's heart would. And this is one of the most common causes of the sudden cardiac death we see in athletes. Uh, There is a surgery you can do for that, a certain types of procedures uh, where you can go in and kind of shave out part of the heart muscle. Uh, And that would require, uh, in most cases, probably an open heart surgery and and several weeks of recovery. Um, There is one uh, other one that affects uh, athletes called uh, an anomalous coronary artery, where the arteries that supply blood to the heart muscle are running through an improper course, and they can get pinched off. And so those often um, don't get identified at birth because we don't look at that at birth, but they can cause problems when the, when, the, uh, when the child starts doing athletics, and they get compressed more during athletics and can cause cardiac arrest. And there is a surgical fix for those as well. With us is Dr. Justin Dunn, cardiologist at Summa Health System. You kind of answered my follow-up questions here, but I'll throw it out, and maybe you can expand on it. And that was procedures. If you find a heart defect in an infant, a newborn, obviously you're keeping a close eye on it. And then surgical repairs, is that needed? Do they grow out of those birth defects? I don't know if that's the proper term, but as they mature, can they, do they shrink as far as a defect? Well, they can, yes. Uh, oftentimes uh, children will have a murmur identified at birth that's secondary to some kind of abnormal flow in the heart. Um, and sometimes that's a problem with one of their heart valves that we can just watch, and they, they often will grow out of that. The valve will get better and never cause them issues. Uh, some of these tiny holes in the heart, depending on where they are and how big they are, uh, they can get better and, and close up over time. Um, but things like an anatomic uh, anomaly, like an uh, artery, like a coronary artery running in the wrong course, they won't grow out of that, but um, they can't, we can't identify that. And depending on how risky it is, that is something we could potentially watch uh, but if it's something that looks scary or certainly if they have something like a cardiac arrest or they're passing out a lot, that is something where we have to go in and kind of open the, the patient's chest and redirect the artery in a different direction. Justin, can the heart change as we mature? And I guess what I'm getting at when we talk about heart defects, 
maybe nothing is found or or diagnosed at the infant stage, but as we get older, can the heart develop a defect? Yeah, I mean, developing a congenital defect, I mean, the congenital defect means that it was there since the time of, of birth. So uh, with something like hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, this, uh, mm-hmm. this thickening of the heart muscle, yeah. uh, the, the genetic um, uh, variant that uh, leads to a child developing hypertrophic cardiomyopathy or thickening of the heart muscle, that's there at birth, but we often don't see that until they start to grow, they start to mature, their heart starts to grow, and they start to see this abnormal thickening later. But we we typically don't develop uh, kind of a a congenital or genetic anomaly um, later in life. It's usually there, and then it it kind of identifies and presents itself later in life. Mm -hmm. Dr. Dunn with us here in WAKR. Justin, let's talk with with technology in today's world and and surgery procedures and such. If we do have an an infant, a baby with a a heart defect, Talk about the surgical procedures and how far we've come in battling these heart defects. Well, the good news is we have developed a lot of new techniques that, uh, depending on the type of congenital anomaly, uh, we can often manage these and often correct them through less invasive procedures. So um, rather than opening the the child's chest and just um, surgically correcting the defect um, through an open procedure, Uh, Depending on the type of defect, we can often go through one of the the child's arteries or veins uh, and take little catheters up through their their, um, cardiovascular system and fix it through just tiny little needle sticks, little holes where we thread little catheters up through there, and we can put devices in or um, do small surgical procedures uh, without having to open the patient's chest. So that technology has advanced significantly in the past several decades, which is fortunate because... um, you know, especially if the patient might need or the child might need another surgery down the road. Uh, if you start having more than one or two of those, um, it starts to increase a lot of risk for the child. Uh, Dr. Justin Dennis with us, cardiologist, SUMA Health System. Justin, let me ask you this. Let, let's say a slight defect is identified at birth and, and the child continues to grow and develop. Are there some warning signs for parents that are saying, hey, this thing is getting worse. Let's say they haven't been to the doctor in months or maybe a year or so. Could this develop, uh, uh, grow, I should say, inside the infant? And are there warning signs that this is becoming a bigger problem? Yes. You know, if if, an, if a problem is identified early on, uh, certainly the family should um, establish with a, with a physician, uh, maybe a pediatric cardiologist. There are cardiologists that specialize in children. Uh, that, that really can monitor this over time and know what to look for. But depending on the type of defect, again, it's a broad spectrum, but there are certain things to look for. If your child starts to, to um, uh, is not growing as well, uh, if, if they're kind of having failure to thrive as they get older, uh, if they turn blue in the exercise, if they uh, get much more short of breath than their, than their other, the other children around the same age and, and same capacity, um, certainly all these things are warning signs. If the child passes out routinely, that's some uh, cardiac issue, something we need to look for. So certainly um, there are warning signs depending on the problem. Um, but I would say the main thing you can do is if you identify any kind of uh, heart defect, really get in touch with the physician you trust and make sure they monitor that over time. And, and Justin, to go full circle here, heart defects as the youngster grows up and becomes an adult, what does this do to the lifestyle? Do they have to adjust? Are they able to have 
participation in athletic events or other things? Yeah, again, it depends on the type of defect. There are some defects that put the child at significant risk of cardiac arrest when they exercise, um, and especially if, uh, if that can't be easily corrected, then certainly that might preclude the child uh, from participating in sports. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of the heart defects that get identified early on, as long as we know they're there and are able to watch the, the patient, um, their risk is relatively low in most cases. But certainly there are certain specific types of heart defects uh, that really require uh, specific testing and monitoring um, and in being seen by a specialist. And uh, yes, you know, in some cases that can unfortunately preclude the child from participating. And Justin, my final question, how prevalent are heart defects? Well, luckily, they're not that common. I mean, Good. you know, it, heart defects in general is a broad term. Uh, I would say is one of the most are one of the most common uh, defects in children as, as uh, if taken as a whole. But you still see it generally in less than one percent of births. Um, but they, you know, uh, so they aren't extremely common. But they are uh, relatively high risk. So we do have some screening programs in place to look for those early on, uh, at least some of the more dangerous ones. Um, but fortunately, we don't see them in a significant amount of children.